Hello and welcome to a VO's Journey podcast. My name is Anthony Pika. This show is all about helping the new and upcoming voiceover artists grow their business and sidestep all the crazy things that this guy right here seems to keep stomping in. Anywho, I'm excited to be coming to you. It is episode 199. Amazing. It's absolutely amazing. I'm so excited to be doing this episode. We're so close to 200, and uh, I am so thrilled to um, be able to speak to you all, and thank you so much for for listening and your support and you know always reaching out to me it means the world. You know, today I want to talk to you about a topic I think that you're really going to like. Um, you know, with everything moving at lightning speed right now with technology and everything, I want to really dive in and talk to you about an email I got today uh and and bring it up uh in in conversation about how we can use it and not be afraid of it. And that is AI, artificial intelligent uh, voiceovers, right? Or, you know, these robot voiceovers. We're going to talk about it. We're going to discuss it. We're going to break it down. I'm going to give you my thoughts and see if we can't make some money from it. All right, let's do it. This is VO's Journey. With your host, the incomparable Anthony Pika. All right, so we are going to be we're diving in today in the robot voices, and I want to tell you why because I've been thinking a lot about this uh, lately. Well, for a while now, you know, we've been we've been you know seeing these things grow and grow. I don't know if these companies uh, are just dumb because they target us uh but at the same time i get it because you know we're targeted for voiceover things like that you know but perfect example today in my email i got a message from a company uh and they basically sent me this email and said that they um have added 75 new synthetic enhanced voices based on neural technology in over 39 languages and variants as part of our text-to-speech voiceover services. This expansion allows you greater flexibility and range when choosing a voiceover for your projects. They have a lot of other things to say, but they had a listen button. And, you know, I thought it was really interesting um, for one, that they emailed this to me, <laughs> right? I get these emails, I get these messages, I get ads shown to me often for these. And I think us as voice actors, you know what I mean? It's probably something that we have this inherent fear that these, you know, um, algorithms, these, you know, ro- you know, bot voice bots or whatever, these synthetic enhanced voices are going to take over the voiceover business. But I, I want to offer a different perspective, if you will. You know me. I love to try to pluck out the positives in anything that comes our way. Uh, you know, just like, um, you know, that saying goes, don't try to fight. Uh, don't try to fight the forces. Use them. Okay. And that's kind of what uh, I want to talk to you about. 
So diving into this, let's, you know, let, let's, I want to point out a couple things. So I went to the button. I listened to the text to speech. I typed in some of my own text to speech. I listened to many of the male and female voice, uh, you know, voices that were, uh, there for us, for, for me to listen to. And I listened to their enhanced ones. And I have to say that, you know, as much as they keep coming out with more and more of these, you know, they really haven't bridged that gap. And in my opinion, they haven't come anywhere close to bridging that gap of showing real emotion from a script, you know, like, like from, from an actual, you know, Hey, listen, I, I need you to, you know, make me feel a certain way by this read. And, you know, that's something that they are very, I think they're still very far away from. I do think you could get to a point where you say, hey, listen, I want this to be inspirational. And there could be inspirational type of tones and everything. But the reality is, is that they're still very far away from that. However, I think what they are very good at, right, is like these definitely can be used all day long for uh, phone message and IVRs, you know, they and and they can be used for maybe some, you know, uh, e- possible light e-learning, things like that. And I do think that people will use them. Uh, clearly, they're coming out with more and more. So there is a market. So people are using them. So first and foremost, we can't deny that people are using these. Uh, companies are going to start using these more and more. But, you know, what they're using them for, that's what we need to pay attention to. But here's what I wanted to offer to you. A couple things. One, I don't think that the the text-to-speech or these these neural, you know, enhanced whatever, synthetic voices will um, ever fully replace voiceover. But it will do to voiceover – and I'm just going to be honest with you. It will do to voiceover what Fiverr did to voiceover. Okay. It will open up a new market segment. It will open up uh, new opportunities for small businesses, big businesses to have another option. All right. It's another competitor in the market, which means whenever there's another competitor in the market, a different type of competitor, we're talking different price changes. We're talking different ways of doing business, offering different packages, you know, different styles. And if you think of it in that sense and how I like to think of it, I like to think of it just like I said earlier. How can we use this force? How can we jump on? This wave, this tidal wave that's coming our way. Clearly, we cannot any longer say that this stuff isn't here, that these, you know, voice bots are not making waves. They're not around. They are, and they seem to be growing. They've not gone away. So because of that, we need to also look at how can we use these to our advantage. Now, personally, at this point, I still do not believe that I'm ready to start using these to my advantage, okay? However, I'm going to tell you some of the ways I think that we can use these in the future and how I'd be really excited to use them. Remember, it's not always about whether or not you invent something great or you're the first one to the party. 
A lot of the time, it's can you uh, control and manage resources that are available to you better than anybody else? Can you get in front of people? And please, please, this is so important, everybody. When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. The more people you can get in front of, the more influence you have, the more understanding that you have of how um, you know eyeballs influence market traffic, that sort of thing is working over the internet and throughout the entire world, the more you know you're going to be able to utilize these types of resources. So in this case, I can completely see. Like here's a perfect example. I used to do audiobooks left and right. Okay. Many of us complain. How many times we complain how audiobooks, like we listen to people say audiobooks and they suck. That sounds like robots. The the audio is quality sucks. Yet people are are still buying them. They're still using them. I don't do a lot of audiobooks anymore because honestly, the time it takes right now in my current business, I'm too busy in order to justify all that time. When I first started, I did audiobooks all the time. But here's what I'm saying. I would be more than happy to offer audiobooks until the cows came home using text-to-speech. <laughs> I, would pl- I would copy and paste till the cows came home, all right? And sure, let's be honest, again, the books that are more heavily fiction, that have more uh, acting required, right, that might not be where the text-to-speech is. But let's, be, let, let's, let's not, you know, lie to each other here. You and I know if you've done audiobooks and if you've done them on ACX, we know there's a lot of books on ACX that could probably benefit from a text-to-speech narrator. Just because the books are poorly written, right? And this is not. And by the way, in this particular one, they're just talking about the speech. They're not even talking about the um, editing capabilities, right? Of being able to edit the text, getting editing inside that bot, and then you know being able to then do the text to speech, which which you and I know a lot of these books, so called books, need them, right? These nonfiction books need that. So in that in itself is a massive opportunity for us. Now you might say, well, Anthony, what, what is that? What is that? What, you know, people going through, wouldn't these companies go directly to them? And this is what I'm trying to tell you. The better that you and I are at getting traffic, directing traffic, finding traffic, controlling traffic, being aware of how it flows, being able to get a hold of these people, understanding where these authors, like we're talking about books right now, authors are, how to get a hold of them, how to um, you know, contact them, how to work with them, know how to get their stuff published. These companies, these um bot companies, these you know, voice bot companies, they they're not looking to get into publishing on Amazon. They're not look they just want to sell their service. 
right? They just want to sell their service. You and I have the ability, just like Fiverr, we have the ability to utilize resources, okay? Utilize resources. Like we buy one of these services, we have it, and we start offering, hey, do you need a quick turnaround? Do you want your, you know, would you like editing services with your book? We will edit it. We will, um, you know, use our fast text-to-speech service, you know what I mean? And get your book if you want it faster. If you'd like a real voice, it costs this. If you'd like a text-to-speech voice, it's cheaper, all right? You can get it faster and it costs this, all right? This is the sample of what it would be and this is the sample of what it would sound like as a real voice. Guys, this is, I'm telling you, I'm planning on when it, and when it comes to the time where I feel like I come across something that really strikes me as, as being able to do that, why would I not offer that? Why would I not offer that resource? It would be silly. It would be silly. It, it just like I always thought it was silly that people would die on the hill and they would go and, and fall on their sword, not getting on Fiverr or not getting on Upwork. Okay, I I never had anything against people. It was their decisions. And just like it's your decision, you might be like, Anthony, I will never work with one of these companies. It's blasphemy. That's totally cool. You know, I love you just the same. I want you to do what you do for your business. But in my particular, my I feel that I'm not going to fight. You don't fight the, the tidal wave coming. You jump on and you ride that puppy. All right. And I'm just telling you that I could see myself because, quite frankly, come on, guys, honestly, how many of us love to sit there and narrate these nonfiction books for hours and hours that sound that are just really rough? You, you know what I'm talking about. This is a perfect, this would be a perfect opportunity for us to utilize text to speech. Okay. Think about it another way, too. Companies looking to start podcasts, they have tons of um, written content. They need to change that content into audio. This would be a great, like on their website, this is a great way, like blogs, is a great way to use that quickly and effectively, okay? I mean, you know, again, it's it's not, and, and here's the thing, your ego, don't let your ego get in the way. Do you know what I mean? And and again, this is just this is me telling, this is me talking to myself too. I don't let, you know, I try to sell, don't let my ego get in the way to think that I'm the only one uh who could do a voiceover. <laughs> I'm the only one who could do it right. That's silly. There's so many people out in the world that are 10 million times better than me. Okay. But what I can try to do is be able to get in front of more people, be able to redirect traffic get in front of more um, um, listening ears that I can help influence and help them. And if my, you know, what I'm trying to to say and do is true, okay, people are going to respond. People are going to respect that, all right? So I'm telling you, like, that's one, that's another thing. Now, I think, like, for example, narration. I don't know how many times I have been told, like, with medical narration, e-learning, that I need to stop or or like especially when it comes from different places in the world that I need to stop being so American, <laughs> meaning like I'm too emotional, right? It needs to be more factual, it needs to sound less, um, you know, less inflection, more steady, you know, you know what I mean? Uh, more neutral when when it comes to like your tone variation. And I'm I'm totally OK. I understand what people are saying. So I don't take any offense to that. 
Okay, but these are opportunities for us to use these types of resources as we go along. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of e-learning companies are probably going to be starting to look at these because, my God, they are so much cheaper. But I, again, I will say that the reason why I'm not doing it right now is because, honestly speaking, I still have not found one of these companies. And I listened to a bunch in this one they sent to me today that is any um, you know good enough to, to, in my mind, to really even pass as something that still was not a robot. They, it still sounds robotic. Now, I'm, I will say that the female voices are sounding better. The female voices are getting closer. I think the male voices just sound so robotic. Um, and some, but some of the couple of the ones I heard, some maybe one or two of the female voices, not all of them, but one or two, were getting closer. But the problem is, is they struggle when it comes to long form stuff, right? Because it's not just about doing, you know, being able to 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 say something convincingly, you know, like a sentence. Right. But it's something totally different to take an entire idea from an entire piece of work or even a paragraph. Right. Or even something like, you know, um, a a a longer piece or a, a even a commercial that's trying to relay a message or a feeling. It's a whole nother thing to be able to contextualize all of that and turn it into a believable uh, a voiceover. You know, right now they don't really have that yet in robot now they i know they've come out with ones that are a lot more intuitive to when it like comes to hey you can make this go up this 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 inflection go up this go down you can you know make this go fast and you can go slow but quite frankly that would be that that's like that's too much overload like that would take too much time and the, and more time equals more money it'd be cheaper to actually just go hire a voice actor to do it than that than going through each specific word and line and choosing what goes up and what goes down and then heaven forbid you make it sound like uh, that could be a nightmare so i'm just saying that i haven't heard it yet they're definitely getting closer and closer but i i do foresee myself you know at some point in the future offering services you know where you know if they're if clients are looking for something fast and they want something like that that is like this why wouldn't i offer that why would i die on the hill when there are services i am in a business i'm not in a uh making a a point business now i will say in all fairness and uh i don't i don't i don't feel this is hypocrisy but what I will not do at the moment is I will not lend my voice to these things. <laughs> so I will say that I do not. I refuse to do voiceovers uh, for these companies that come in and they ask us to do all this stuff and then go and use our voices for, you know, these um, these robots. I, I don't I don't do that. I always turn them down. I don't agree with that. You know what I mean? I'm gonna make it. I'm not gonna make it easy for them. They gotta do it on their own, okay? But when they do it, I'll certainly, you know, be there to help <laughs> to, to use the service. All right. Um, and uh, I don't know if that makes me a bad person or not. I just don't feel like I like. You know, I don't feel like I want to lend my voice to that. I don't want to hear my voice as a robot. But I do think that again, it goes back to the fact that you know, I would rather be able to offer this service to people 
okay, instead of losing all like losing tons of business and not being able to get any business because I refuse to accept that this is a a way that people are or businesses could possibly be using voiceover. Does that make sense? All all I'm saying is let's just be aware of what's happening, pay attention to it and not look at it as something totally negative, but try to figure out how to use the forces that be and 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 try to use them to our advantage and not fight them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, again, it's the idea. You don't fight a tidal wave. All right? You either get out of its way or you ride it. You go with it. And I think, you know, if you stand in, you stand right in front of it, you know, you're going to get destroyed. And I think a lot of people did that with Fiverr. A lot of people did that with Upwork. And, you know, a lot of we, we the people who have been in those platforms have really benefited from that. So I, I, you know, I, I see this as another possibility down the road. I don't know when their voices will get that much better, but you know, every single they're they're working on it. They are working on it, and when the time comes, you know, I'm not going to be opposed to using it again. I don't know. It would be dumb for me to ever say for I think or anybody to ever say something. It's not possible, but I still, I honestly still think it's a long, long, long ways away that we are going to have bots that can really contextualize a a an emotion a feeling from an entire piece without human intervention of some kind do you know what i mean i mean it's it's just it's just we're, i don't think we are anywhere near that yet now i could be completely wrong uh i could see in my mind how you know, technically you could build, I think you could probably build something where it analyzes a piece using words, phrases, and then from that generate a series of ways that, you know, the the system has been built to say, okay, well, this piece clearly needs to have a uh, more uh, emotional, you know, tone, like more soft, emotional, nurturing and these are the these are the styles we've in, you know we've inputted into the system that match nurturing and soft and things like that. I, I could see that happening, but I don't see that anywhere right now. And still, you have to, but it still doesn't. It's it's still the but you what we do what I, what we do in contextualizing something is still so much farther advanced than what this is right now. But again, to say that something is not possible, I think, is naive. So, with all that being said. I didn't want to upset anybody with this podcast. I just wanted to share with you my thoughts because you know I hear every day voice actors who they're worried about this and they're nervous about these you know these these bots and you know um, I and I, after I got this uh, another email today again you know it just again it made me think you know how am I going to use or utilize this resource in the future? You know what I mean? How am I going to utilize this resource in the future, not shun it because I don't like it? Um, so it's just something to think about. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. I hope my, you know, my, <laughs> hope my thoughts were helpful today and just giving a little, you know, another way of doing, of looking at these things and, you know, possibly using them to our benefit in the future, you know, at some point. Uh, again, I have not found anything at this moment that that even comes close to what I would use, you know, to complement what I offer. Uh, but, you know, if there did come a time, and I do know there are some services out there that actually allow you to record your voice, and it will do short snippets of your voice, 
Okay, like you could replace some of your words with your voice, you know what I mean? A, a little bit, you know, with the inflection. But when that time comes where, you know, you could use your voice and then, you know, plug that, you know, have that and, and create text to speech using your voice and things like that. I think that becomes another really great tool for us. Um, but again, I don't know when that date will be. I'm sure it's pretty much a, a ways down the road. But I'm definitely going to keep my eyes open for it. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. As always, uh, listen, next episode is 200. I'm excited. And uh, I can't wait to go into it. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out what I want to. You know, for episode 100, we did, you know, all, uh, I did a long episode about, um, you know, how to get into voiceover. I think it was how to start a voiceover business. It was, you know, it was a big episode. And, you know, I want to do something like that for episode 200. And I think we, you know, we had some really cool giveaways and everything. So I'll definitely have something similar to that. I don't know how close it's going to be, but definitely have something like that. And I'm excited. I don't know when that date's going to come out, but uh, you're going to have to pay attention and listen and wait. Hopefully I won't take too long. So thank you guys as always for listening. And uh, I wish you the very best of weekends. Um, you have a wonderful evening. Talk to you later. Peace. Peace.